0: Chishon, Jay Will, and Zubin, the podcast.
1: John. Jay Will, Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests on the show appear on the Goodyear Hotline. And we are pleased to bring into the show. Let's do it like right out of the gate. Like yeah. no small talk. Yeah, you here. Got, you got yeah. to go, you gotta go Charm City's own. Go uh, ahead. You, you Charm you, you, City's, Char- Charm own. Bart Bart City's Scott, own Baltimore. Mark Scott, you bring him in.
0: Go to the store. They got they they, they don't use O's out there in Baltimore. They go to you and to you the store. What up, Shaq Bear? champion.
2: <laughs> What's up, now he man? got that. Y'all the boy funny. got that
0: smoney. Got that yes, smoney. Yes, sir. Congrats, big fella. Listen, man, how great was it for you to finally get that 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 security that you've been wanting for so long after putting in so much work sitting behind Chubb, sitting behind Von Miller, getting the opportunity to prove to everybody what you were worth with the 19-and-a-half sacks and then to finally cap it off with a championship. But instead of having to go somewhere else to get your your money, they gave it to you at home, and you're going to probably end your career with the Bucks.
2: That oh, felt good to be able to reach a conclusion that both sides uh, agreed on. And then, like you said, to still be back here with the good group of guys that we have here is amazing. And I just uh, led this organization from the ground up. Like, it's really great people throughout this whole entire organization. And, still be a part of it and still be having the security that I have now. And it's just the best feeling. And I'm still like, I know people do kick complacent, the but I'm even more hungrier now than I was with last year. I, I'm ready now. I'm ready to just prove this contract was right and then get, get ready to work for more.
0: Hey, how did, how did t- t- terrific time come into y'all building and change the culture? What was it like? What was his presence like you know, what I mean, because it's pretty much a pretty much a, almost the same team. You had a talented team the year before with Jameis, but then Tom Brady comes in, and and you see the impact that he's had on you guys. What was it like to have him in the building?
2: It was amazing to have TV on the on the squad with his man. He's a tr- terrific leader on the field, off the field, just engaging with everybody and just like normal day to day conversation. It just uh, just felt good to have that type of leadership there with. Guys is actually starting to buy in, and they see him doing it, and just make it easier for everybody else to do it because he has been a multi-time champion. He knows what it takes. He knows like what needs to be done, and for uh, us just to buy in and follow his lead, we we did a uh, what well, we had a great job. Jason Light did a great job bringing all the guys together, keeping us together, B.A. do a great job coaching. So it's just like from the top down, it's just been like great leadership and we are just buying into it.
3: Shaq, Jay, Will here, congrats on the contract, man. And, I, you know, this is a player-friendly show. We have a players-only environment around here with how we talk sports. Was there a moment with you and TB where you're like, this is different? This dude right here, this is different. And if there was, can you share it with us?
2: So a—it's probably a couple moments, but just initially my first time actually meeting him face-to-face in person, just the energy he brought, like, instantly coming in, fitting in instantly, like, just, like, Shaq, like, I'm g- glad to be down here playing, which I'm like, yeah, I feel the same way. Like, I'm most definitely ready for you to come show us some of your winning ways from New England down here. And just like from that first day of actually meeting him in person, it's just been great and going good since then. I'm pretty sure everybody who's uh, on the team who interacted with Tom has something amazing to say about him. And it's just been amazing, man, to have his leadership on the team.
1: We have Shaquille Barrett on the show, and I'm saying his full name because when you make that much money, you have to – give the full name <laughs> you, is, you gotta uh, add a third so you gotta add all. a third or oh, sir a like sir Shaq the third when we talk when I talk to Bart Scott on, on my show I always call him Bartholomew Edward Scott the <laughs> third <laughs> he's not even the third but it just sounds rich so that's why I do it but I'm gonna be oh, yeah. that guy I,
2: I like sir Shaq <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: but I'm gonna be that guy because when they did not franchise you uh, as a Jets fan I was like oh oh okay let's just throw the bag at him and then you stay in Tampa, so now I'm going to be the guy that then gets, feels jilted, jaded. And you just said yourself <laughs> how you're still hungry. Tell me, tell me why I should believe that, because history says that when a player, A, gets his ring, B, gets his bag, he then gets complacent. He settles in. He's kind of happy now. I'm comfortable. We got what we had to get, and, and I can settle in now. Tell me why, that, why I should not believe that, that what normally happens is not going to happen, not just with you, but with your team, because everybody around you is also coming back with those rings and getting paid.
2: Yeah, so uh, for me, I just know uh, I played good last year, but I, I finished the season real good, but I haven't, I didn't play the way I wanted to play throughout the whole entire year, so I still need to come back and show what I can do when I'm playing the way I want to play the whole entire year. I still want to get a defensive player of the year. I still want to break the sag record. I wanna I wanna be the one of, known as one of the best ever when I'm done playing football. I wanna leave a tremendous football legacy behind me. And like so so I'm still I'm still striving to be the best I could be. I don't care about having the ring already. It feels like the way I'm gonna be playing is going to be felt like I want another one. It's like I don't have one the way I'm gonna be playing. It's gonna be like I don't have a contract the way I'm gonna be playing because I wanna just I just wanna keep building everything, and I want to have career best every year, and I'm just still so hungry. Like, man, it's like the tip of the iceberg for me.
0: Now, tell me – Do you play with a chip on your shoulder? Because it looked like you never got a fair shake out in Denver. Are you trying to continuously rub it in their face? Like, listen, you guys don't know what you guys had. You know, I had an opportunity to be be one of the best pass rushers in the game, but you didn't give me the chance. Or or what motivates you to kind of, you know, be able to be the best and still be able to push forward, even after you have accomplished so much in your young career?
2: So, sometimes, like, it's crazy because I do get – I do have a chip on my shoulder in some games, and then some games just come out there just playing and having fun. So what keeps me going and motivating me is just like telling myself, like at the last couple of games of the year, I'm like, man, sh- Shaq, like a- the kid version of you, like would die for these opportunities that we've been having. Like just got to come out here, take advantage of it. Don't let it go by, pass you by without seizing a moment. So like just looking into my inner youth and, just saying, like, what the inner kid and me would do, that's what's been motivating me lately. But it's always my family having the security for them. And now that I got the security, it's uh, starting to stack years on top, get years on top of each other as a pass rusher, as a run stop, a pass defender. It's started to uh, start building up my, my name as one of the best in the game, and that's what I want to be known as.
3: Shaq, I've heard a lot of uh, Chiefs fans say this, and I'm curious how you react. Well, our whole O-line was depleted. Mm. Our whole line <laughs> was depleted.
1: Asterisk.
3: What is, what is that, where does that take you as a player, man?
2: Uh, man, hey, I feel as a player, as a man, that I'm on this field because the, the team believe in me that I could get the job done. That's how I need to feed my family. So if I was a tackle that's coming in and being a backup tackle, I'm like, man, I'm trying to feed my family. That's my chance to have my Cinderella story coming in here and doing whatever need to be done to help the team win. So it was like pretty much a chance for me to make my story, the chance for him to make his story. Just whoever wanted it more. And I I wanted it more uh, in that Super Bowl game. And, uh, they they gave them help. They chipped a little bit. It was just times when they didn't chip, we had to take advantage of it, and we took advantage of it for sure. Was
0: Bart, who, was, who was the guy? Was it Wheeler? Everybody was fighting over going up against Yeah, him? yeah, playing rock, paper, paper scissors. Like, Wheeler. Like, <laughs> Jack, was it Wheeler you guys were arguing about? Uh, yo, 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 it's yo, my it's turn. My- no, JPP, <laughs> I want to eat you. No, no, man, my turn. i tell you what, man. Last, listen, you guys won the championship, but I felt like you guys were just scratching the surface because you guys didn't have a lot of time because of the pandemic to kind of gel. At what point did you guys kind of turn the corner? Because it seemed like... After the bye, you guys came back with some answers to the test. Because we went from time not knowing that it was fourth down, you mm. know what I mean? And, and <laughs> losing some games in a row. And did y'all roast him for that, man? Like, look, we're like, bro, time, really, man? Like, Because at that point, it was looking like time was staying up past his bedtime. And uh, it, and are you allowed to eat potatoes and nightshade um, vegetables around time?
2: <laughs> hey, yeah, so, said, no, when Wayne talked to him about it. I still don't know what was going on with that, with the holding up the four. It was funny, though. Just, uh, just, just shed in the shit t- and the feeling. Like, Ooh,
0: fifth flow, he wasn't saying that one. That's a good. One. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, hey, hey, that's what I'd be saying. They'd be telling me I, just, I look like bro, man. So, that's, I, that's my thing. <laughs> but uh, I think I think, uh, I think we just became more of a brotherhood. That camaraderie is real, man. When everybody in the locker room really associate with each other and really getting to know each other it makes it like it's cliche, but it makes it a lot easier to go out there, play with each other, fight with each other. You get to criticize and talk to each other while people feelings getting hurt, and it allows us just to be more free with each other and play more free. So we uh, – I think that's the biggest difference. We just all – we became a lot closer as a team after, like, the bye week.
0: I know you can't see me, so I'm going to give you the broad man. Little head wrap. <laughs> I Congrats,
1: Shaq. Uh, Congrats, Zach, man. Appreciate you, man. Thanks for joining us. All the best going forward. I just come in and make uh, some sandwiches or something. All right, today on ESPN Daily, NBA superstars are moving to larger market teams in coastal cities even more than they used to. That's made for a split in the league. That's getting bigger. Hear the story on ESPN Daily. Listen on your favorite podcast.
4: Women make up so much of this world.
3: I'm watching this movie.
5: We are doctors, we are lawyers, we are everything.
3: Goes up and jumps it down!
0: Oh!
4: That was insane! Boys, move over! The lady is coming through! This is what I'm supposed to be doing in this moment. We will be a voice for the voiceless.
1: To be more than an athlete is not missing out on another moment to inspire or to change.
0: Why are you so excited?
5: I can, I'll, I'll go play football. I told you.
4: It's not about being the first. It's not be the last.
5: What a future this young lady has in front of her.
6: I was about to say the future looks bright, but I'm going to say the now looks bright.
5: A historic mark. History was made in Major League Baseball this week. We are about
1: to witness history. Just watching that as a father of three daughters, I know all of us have daughters as well, but it's just it's something I get chills looking at that. You think about all the potential for their future, what what, what lies ahead for them and, and what they can be and, and literally anything. And, and Kim Ng, who joins us right now, has proven that moving up in the point in Major League Baseball as the Marlins general manager. Now tonight, 8 p.m. on ESPN, ESPNW presents History in the Making on ESPN, and Kimming is one of the features uh, in that. And so Kim joins us right now, and thanks so much for being a uh, part of the show. And also, uh, let me just say, without trying to sound patronizing at all, it's, it's from the heart, thank you for being someone that I can watch tonight and look at my daughters and say, see, you can be anything. Does that, does that ever get lost on you? Does that ever, is that something that you, you sort of get tired of, or is that something that you, you wear like a, a badge of honor?
5: Hi, guys. Good morning. Uh, thanks for having me on the show. I can tell you that it never gets lost on me. Um, but, uh, you know, it is hard to, for me to think of myself in that way. You know, as far as I'm concerned, I'm really just the same Kim Ang, you know, doing what I do, loving what I love, and, um, you know, just being a, a part of this game. Um, I think when I when I realize it the most is when someone asks me these questions um, and then I do take a step back and, and think that this is pretty cool and um, but I'm happy to be the first and, and happy to have that on my shoulders and and having you know people look and point and um, hopefully be inspired to some degree.
3: Kim, I've known Derek Jeter for a long time. He's always been an extremely uh, open person, very inclusive in every, every walk of life, to be honest uh, with everyone, uh, what made that situation the right situation for you?
5: Well, you know, I think Derek is, um, Yeah, I, I think we all think Derek is a pretty special guy uh, on a lot of different fronts. Um, for me, I, I've known Derek for about 20 years, um, but have obviously gotten to know him pretty well the last several months. And I think, you know, from afar, as well as from up close, uh, Derek is just um, such a shining example of, of what it means to be a great player and to carry that torch well, um, as well as to be a, a great person. And I think he sees beyond what, what many others uh, do and have uh, when it comes to me. And, and, you know, I'm just appreciative of the opportunity and that, and that he was able to do that.
0: You Ken, know, what, what impact do you believe that this will have on the other major sports in, in North America Do you think this would inspire more interviews, more inclusion um, to the other um, North American sports to be able to try and go out and give other people opportunities?
5: Sure. I think, um, you know, I think, listen, I think it has to make everybody sort of question how they go about things, how they think about things and what their process is. I think it definitely makes people more curious. Uh, and, And hopefully, you know, people do start to, you know, interview more women uh, and give them opportunities and to find out what they really understand about the game and, and how they really go about their business. Um, and and really, uh, hopefully at some point, this won't be a novelty. and know it'll, it, it, it'll be a conversation, but, but in terms of qualified candidates who have, you know, who have had good careers and who have great experience and who can really add a lot to, you know, front office. So hopefully that's where it goes um, but it's uh you know th- th- there's still a lot of work I think that needs to be done, but I hope that it's definitely opened some eyes and and made people really rethink their process.
1: We're talking with Kim Eng, Marlin's general manager, and so you begin the job and we're in a pandemic. <laughs> so right away, the challenges are there, no in-person meetings, the winter meetings, obviously not typical. And I know you've experienced them for many years as an executive in baseball, but how was it just to, to, to have to continue to build the rosters, continue to develop a team to continue to the business when, you know, the personal aspect is not there that the conversations, the discussions, the meetings, everything on zoom, we're all in it. Our All of our lives are affected by it, but for you and in, in, in the job, what, are the, what were the challenges and, and how uh, – there had to have been one or two funny stories. Everybody has that one where, you know, the kid walks into the room or the cat crawls across the, the desk as you're in the middle of a meeting. Uh, you know, any of that to share? Uh,
5: well, probably not necessarily quite in that vein, but I can <laughs> tell you I am not used to seeing myself on TV. Um, and sometimes when we leave Zoom on, you know, when everyone else has left the call, you just see yourself on the computer. And so there were a couple of times where I thought that had happened when it was really just video of me you know, being played on MLB Network or ESPN. Uh, <laughs> from an, And I thought I had Zoom on, so that was a little funny. Um, but listen, COVID uh, has many challenges, obviously, uh, in the world. Um, we're dealing with a lot, you know, specifically with us. Um, and, and baseball. You know, we're trying to start this season. Um, I will tell you that in terms of positivity rates, uh, you know, they've been very low, which has been been great. Uh, but in terms of you know, my situation and getting to know staff, it has been difficult. Um, you know, normally we would have had the winter meetings in December live in person. I always feel that you can, you know, number one, get deals done in, a, in an easier fashion. Um, but also for me, really getting to know staff. Um, that was—I'm going to say it's a, a missed opportunity, but it certainly wasn't the opportunity that normally exists under norm, normal times. Um, you know, and, and when we're home, you, you do you do try and respect people's you know home time. But you know, now realizing that that was what everyone was doing. You know, you had—I had to pick up the phone. Um, I had to jump on Zoom meetings, um, but. It was, it was not the easiest, but, you know, we're getting there. I think me being in spring training now with these guys uh, live and in person has been a lot easier. Um, you can just sit there and talk about players uh, and and not feel like you're infringing on somebody's time. So it's it's been good since we've gotten down here to spring. But uh, I look forward to being on the road with the team and getting to know everyone a lot better as well. You guys
3: have announced 25% Uh, attendance at Marlins Park this season, what would it take for you guys to expand that capacity? And do you ever see them this year maybe getting to a place like the Texas Rangers where it's full capacity?
5: You know, I don't know that we have any hard guidelines set for increasing capacity, but I know that, you know, our folks and and MLB is, is monitoring this very closely. Um, You know, we are optimistic that this is going to happen at some point and we'll just have to wait and see.
1: Kim, thank you very much. Again, appreciate your time. It was great to talk with you and also, again, for the example. And I know you don't look at it that way. I hope you understood the way I asked that question. You have a job to do, and you're doing it. You're well qualified for it, and that, of course, is your focus. But you you do have a lot of eyes on you of those who now feel like, hey, I can be that too. I can do that too. And that's what makes you such a great story. So thank you again for the time. Thanks, Kim.
5: Thank you, guys.
1: All right, tonight again, 8 o'clock, ESPNW presents History in the Making, Kim Ng being one of those who will be featured You see, ESPN I just
3: love the way she answered the COVID question, too, about 25% capacity. Hey, we have people that are specified to work on that. That's going to be ebb and flow. That's fluid. You know, we will – she didn't go into any extra details. There's nothing right. that was absolute about it. And that's the way, as a leader, you address those type of questions – we're still trying to figure out what's in the best interest of the fan. Yeah, of course, we want to be at full capacity, but yeah. how we get there—that's—that's that's, you know—it's going to be a matter of time for us to figure that out.
0: Yeah, leave it up to the experts. I tell you exactly. what, man. I work with Amy Trask, who was right. the first CEO for um, with Al Davis out there with the Raiders, man, and I learned just as much from her as she did for me about football, you know what I mean? Just encyclopedias, man. If you're qualified, you're qualified. I'm, I'm glad and proud that my daughter can – I can honestly look her in the, in the eyes and say, you can be whatever you want to be, babe. There's no limitations, no cap. Whatever you want to be. Kamala Harris as well, being the first vice president uh, of color. You know, it's an inspiration, right? Somebody has to be the first. Somebody has to be the trailblazer. But, you know, I think we're getting to the point where we, we knock all these milestones where people can just say, hey, I can do whatever I want, and they'll get the opportunity.
1: To. It starts with our change in thinking as well, exactly. right? It absolutely does, and when you're a father of a daughter like we all are, it yeah. does certainly change your thinking, no Equal doubt about Equal pay, that. too, man. I'm, for, I'm all for that,
0: man, because you know, the more you pay my kids, the less I got to give them. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Always comes back strong. to part. off scholarship. <laughs> exactly. For,
1: from one trailblazer to another, but that's after Jay has this from DraftKings. The tournament is finally
3: here. That's right. The brackets have been set, and the teams are ready to hit the court. And DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy, is celebrating with the largest free college basketball survivor pool ever. How large, you ask? Ever? $1 million. Forever, ever. In total prizes for up to grabs. And if that's not enough, when you enter the free DraftKings $1 million survivor pool, you can get a shot at winning $10,000 for every upset through the first two rounds of the tournament. It's easy to play. Just pick one team per day. If they win, you survive and advance to the next round. Last person standing is the winner. Remember, you can only pick a team once for the entire tournament, so choose wisely. DraftKings is a safe and secure app. You can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Get in on all this week's action. Download the DraftKings app right now. Not yesterday, not tomorrow, but right now. Enter code KJZ during sign-up and enter the free $1 million survival pool. I'll say it again. Free $1 million survival pool. Again, That is code KJZ, and to enter DraftKings' free $1 million survivor pool. Eligibility restrictions and terms and conditions apply. See DraftKings.com for details.
6: She wants to shine a light on opportunity for girls to play sports,
4: all I want to do is be a good influence to the young girls out there. I just want to say, like, literally, you can do anything you set your mind to.
0: This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin.
6: To get ten percent off your first month, that's BetterHelp h-e-l-p. dot com slash unsportsmanlike.
1: KJZ, Jay Williams, Bart Scott, Alan Hahn, and that the end of that montage there at the end of the video for those watching, the Sarah Fuller holding the holding the the football helmet and mm-hmm. on the back saying, play like a girl. love that. Which I love of, like, that so cool- much. Like, it's the yeah.
0: coolest thing. We should get that to Paul Pierce. You know what I'm saying? I watched Candace Parker's shoulder come out. She She's it back in. Paul Pierce went out on a stretcher.
1: Yeah.
3: Mm. But I, it just, you know, the, the bar that she set this year for Sarah, I just, I commend her so much. I'm, I'm so glad she's with us. Because, I mean, once again, Kim Ng, now Sarah Follett. You can do anything you put your mind to if you're given the opportunity. And our next guest proves that constantly.
1: Sarah, welcome to the show. Just so you know, we, we, we don't take a lot of things seriously, mainly ourselves, but we definitely take all of us as, as fathers of daughters. We take what you did seriously. And, and, and I got to ask you, like what we're talking about, that phrase on the back of the helmet. My, I have a six year old daughter and she plays hockey and I just love when she's out on the ice and it's her ponytail is how I know that's her because they all wear the same gear. And at that, at that age, they all look the same. Um, but it's it's almost like I feel like, you know, getting with my cricket and making a little play like a girl to put on the back of her helmet. <laughs> Those types of messages for you, though, like y- you clearly understand the significance of the moment you had and the impact that it had.
4: Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I just I heard about this nonprofit uh, that I almost worked with a few years ago um, and, and what they do uh, here in Nashville and just promote like, uh, you know, strength of girls and, um, playing sports and the camaraderie that brings. And, you know, I wanted to bring that, um, onto the football field with me. Um, it was really cool. Vandy, uh, this year, everybody had something on the back of their helmet and that is what I asked to put on the back of mine. Um, and it's incredible. The, the message that, um, it, it has brought and, uh, you know, just the, how many girls are now like, yeah, I want to play like a girl. Um, mm-hmm. and that's no longer an insult.
3: You know, Sarah, we only see the final product, right? We see you on the field. We see you accomplishing that. Like, give me a little context, though, too, because, you know, before somebody told me, yes, there were a lot of no's. Give me some context to how you got yourself in that position.
4: Yeah, I mean, um, on the soccer team, uh, there were there were a lot of no's. Um, <laughs> I was injured uh, the majority of my time uh, here at Vanderbilt. Um, and I've had to push through that. I've had to push through, you know, two starters ahead of me um, as goalkeepers. Um, and there were a lot of times that I wanted to quit. And um, the fact that I didn't, it got me to finally being able to play in the SEC tournament and get that championship. And then I was an option. Um, I was I was the option for. Um, being on the football team. So I, I just think back, like, if I would have given up, if if I would have, you know, listened when someone said no to me, um, I wouldn't be where I am today.
0: Two-sport athlete, does that mean that they gave you two scholarships or – do you, should I submit an invoice in your name? So, cause they owe you some cheese on your taco. And um, two, how how would you, how were you embraced? Because people think that football players are a bunch of meatheads that can't be uh, mature enough to be able to handle a a girl on their, on their team.
4: No, they were fantastic. Um, And and everybody, you know, like I've said before, like they treated me like an athlete Um, and that's what I wanted from the beginning. They, they, you know, kind of questioned at first, like, is she able to do this? And I went out at practice and I, you know, was hitting field goals and they were like, all right, cool. She can do it. Um, so that's all that mattered in the end was if I was capable. Um, and so I really appreciated them and and the way they supported me and um, just were totally on board. And They helped me through so many things. And I was like, what are we wearing today? Where's the meeting? So they they were, they were awesome.
1: <laughs> I want to ask how, how kicking? How just be part of that? That you grew up doing that. You grew up it's not, not just obviously playing soccer, being a goalie, but was was that something like you? Yeah, I played pop Warner. I played football as a kid, and so it was an option. Or was it something that you just kind of messed around with on the side because you played soccer, and when it became became possible, you were like, you know, I can do it if you need somebody. Like, how did it all come about?
4: Um, honestly, I I've never played football before. I've never been like a kicker. Um, I went out like about a year ago me and my uh, teammate she's also a goalkeeper Sophie we we were messing around kicking field goals with a soccer ball and we'd start at the 10 and work our way back and I got back to like the 50 or something and was still making them Damn. um and <laughs> so I was like oh maybe like I could do this uh, well you know with a soccer ball so right. and uh <laughs> So it was just funny, and during the SEC tournament, we were watching you know, some, some football games, and I was like, I feel like I could do that. And then I got the phone call, and they were like, hey, we, we need you to do this. And I so was somebody like,
1: saw you. I'm... <laughs> Is that what it was like? Because it's not like you went to someone, so someone saw you? Like That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. How did they know, <laughs> let's call Sarah. We need somebody to kick the ball. Let's call Sarah.
4: Yeah, I mean, I, I think one of the, the coaches here at Vandy, it was like, we have a soccer team, they're an option. Um, so then the, they reached out to my assistant coach and he thought of me and, you know, I, he called me that day that we got back from the tournament. Um, and I was out on the field within like 30 minutes, kicking field goals. So yeah, it was never me like, Hey, can I do this? It was they reached out to me and, um, you know, I said, yes, because why not help a team, um, you know, another Vandy team. (laughs) So I was all for it.
0: Did did you step to the current kicker? Like, man, come on, man. I, I got this, man. You, you, you go get your Gatorade, son.
4: Did, did, did you no, I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, they were, all, they were all out because of COVID. So we had a, a oh, placeholder yeah. and a long snapper. So it was like us three.
1: So the first attempt with a football, not a soccer ball, was it like a, a, you know, a Lucy and Charlie Brown moment, or did you crush it? Like what, what happened? Because the, the first time, you know, you might be a little nervous. Like, I'm not sure. So how did it go, the very first attempt? Yeah, I made it. Uh,
5: I made uh,
4: 12 out of 15. Wow. 12 <laughs> so, out of 15. You yeah. Do it. Hey, so do you, do
0: you think you might want to pursue this um, full time? You know, I mean, I understand it's a lot of pressure in NFL, but you think you want to pursue it? Give it a shot.
4: I get that question all the time. I Honestly, I would love to go like professional for soccer um that's something i've done all my life and it's a it's a dream of mine so um you know if a football team wants me and wants to call me up sure but <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. um a <laughs> little bit more cheese on the taco in football higher
1: payday
3: so l- let's talk about your soccer team for a second you guys are preparing for an NCAA tournament uh this spring with your team how's that coming along with everything that you guys have been dealing with as it relates to COVID
4: I mean, it's been great. Uh, COVID has definitely taught us uh, to be very disciplined, um, you know, in terms of, like, wearing your mask and social distancing and just, you know, we kind of have to be isolated at all times. We can't be a regular college student. Um, So I think we've done an incredible uh, incredible job this team has of just following the rules and and sticking to the game plan. And it kind of makes us invest in soccer that much more because it is our, like, bit of freedom um, I'd say and uh, yeah we've, we've been incredible um, I've, I've been very impressed with the um, past few games we've had um, so we're really excited to, to continue playing uh, games that count matter and get into the NCAA tournament.
1: Well Sarah we, we wish you the best when it comes to the NCAA tournament wish you the best going forward and we will not be surprised if one day on a Monday we're covering and you know a, a Sunday NFL game and we say hey Fuller just nailed that field goal for the the Raiders. We've seen what happened this year. Man, every damn team needs a kicker. We know that. It depends on what week it is. (laughs) So, Sarah, again, thank you so much. Oh, the
0: Titans right there. (laughs) Right there.
1: We'll find a job for you. There's no doubt about that. But then, of course, you have to understand that if you miss one, you're going to hear from us too. That's just how it goes. But thank you again. Thank you again for joining us. It's great to talk to you.
4: Thank you
7: all. All right. Awesome.
1: I mean, that's such a cool story. That is. Like, like, I thought, I thought, it reminds me of necessary killing. roughness. Remember that? Yes. It's time to pot. Boom. Hey, what's up with Sinbad. But think about that for a moment. Like I thought, there was some type of history that it just was like, hey, you know, we we don't have anyone. Not well, bad. You got to feel if you're the she, current you kicker,
0: like man, she just
3: never did it before. She's better than me. Well yeah, I mean what like, wow. better than
1: you, they're better than you. She I mean imagine getting the
3: a call. Imagine getting the call though. You're like uh, yeah.
1: I'm sorry, what? This hey, is the football hey, yeah, coach you. I, I cleared to... I cleared protocol now. I can come back, coach. You gotta learn how set, to put so. we're you good, son. good, son. We're all set. you are so. good. <laughs> <laughs> Just amazing. That's so awesome. again, reminder eight o'clock tonight, ESPN, ESPNW presents history in the making, and Sarah will be one of uh, the features in that as well. The NBA on ESPN Radio. Tune in tonight. Lillard and the Blazers host Zion and the Pelicans. Mm. Presented by Indeed. Coverage begins at 9.30 p.m. Eastern on most ESPN radio stations. So, we'll finish with, of course, the controversial ending in the NBA. And who actually won? <laughs> oh, no, no. Stop it. We had a controversy. We're going to fight about Jeez. it. Who won day one of NFL free agency? We got all NBA. that coming up. Quiet Coyotes. Jay has this from DraftKings. Oh, Jay is oh. going to just like just we're just going to just chill and DraftKings. I don't mind just, you know, reading well, another one. Ending. Free read for DraftKings. We go. <coughs> All right, the tournament
3: is DraftKings. finally here. The brackets have been set and the teams are ready to hit the court. And DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy, is celebrating with their largest free college basketball survivor pool ever. How large, you ask? Ever one million dollars in total prizes up for grabs, and that's not enough. When you enter the free DraftKings $1 million survivor pool, you can get a shot at winning $10,000 for every upset through the first two rounds of the tournament. Think about that, $10,000. It's easy to play. Just pick one team per day. If they win, you survive and advance to the next round. Last person standing is the winner. Remember, you can only pick a team once for the entire tournament, so choose wisely. DraftKings is a safe and secure app. You can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Get in on all this week's action. Download the DraftKings app right now. Enter code KJZ during sign-up and enter the free $1 million survivor pool. Again, that is code KJZ, K for Keyshawn, J for J-Will, Z for Zubin, to enter DraftKings' free $1 million survivor pool. Eligibility restrictions and terms and conditions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Hey, it's Greeny, and on Tuesday, in honor of Drew Brees, the Green List will be the top five NFL players never to win MVP. Is Brees number one? You'll find out. It's Greeny, starting 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus.
7: For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus. Their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
1: Hmm, hmm, hmm. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin. Alan Hahn in for Zubin. Bart Scott here for Keyshawn. Hearts are with you, Key. I love you, Key. Presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us today on the Goodyear Hotline. Oh, oh I got one more thing. What?
0: what? Are you hot about something on the hotline? Oh, the controversial call here. No,
1: go. no, no, I'm not going to do that. What are you going to do? What the- you said earlier in the show about Steph Curry.
0: Mm, the chef.
1: I can't let go of it. See, you okay. can't do this to me. <laughs> See, you know what happens to me with, like, when you give me these hypothetical trade possibilities, you give me that hope? Call it's called being like a fan.
3: Alan, this is what we do. in me. we calling we, me. we sit at our homes on Zoom calls with our boys, having yeah. drinks, yeah. talking about where could the next superstar be? Yeah. And I don't care what anybody says. You can say, hey, there goes Jay Will with another hot take. It's not a hot take, man. Yeah. We're just kicking it, talking about hoops. When you see Steph frustrated yeah, and you wonder about the longevity of Klay Thompson.
1: So we got to play better after that 128-97 loss to the Lakers on oh, Monday. He's got some kids around him and he's just getting a little frustrated. Look,
3: Bob Myers can still make moves. Maybe they bring another superstar in there. I don't know what the future holds. So if we're speculating about the future, I don't know what Clay Thompson is going to come back and be like next year after coming back missing two years. So sell high on Steph.
1: All I know is that the Knicks, and this isn't me talking, this is Brian Windhorst talking. Remember when we talked to him, was it last week, week before, when he said when he talks to executives around the league, they tell him that the Knicks are set up to be that team that when the next star that wants out, they are the team that everybody's predicting within a year – someone's going to force their way yeah. to the Knicks. They have a ton yeah. of picks. State They've got a ton of cap space.
3: They've
1: got young players, right?
3: Yeah, man. Can, Alan, can you so me Who's that going to be? We're, I'm just going to double down on it because you told me the story offline. I'm not sure we're allowed to. But can you, can you just talk about draft night, about how Steph
1: yeah, – I've told the story before. Okay.
3: Yeah, but I don't think our viewers yeah. have heard it.
1: Meanwhile, before I get to this draft story, I've got to okay. tell you that Keyshawn, yep. J. Will, and Zubin are brought to you by DraftKings. Pay the bills, mm. that's right. We pay are doing that. Download the DraftKings app. Use the code KJZ to, rent, to get – a free shot at millions of dollars up for grabs this week with your first deposit. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. So, yeah, it was draft night in 2009. And Steph Curry, I have, still have a picture of him that I took when he, was, when he did his pre-draft workout for the Knicks wearing a Knicks T-shirt. And we're all like, well, that looks comfortable on you. He Mike D'Antoni was the coach. It was a system perfect for him. His coach at Davidson, Bob McKillop, coached in Long Island. I knew Bob McKillop way, way back. And it just – it was a perfect fit system-wise, everything. New York for him, for Steph Curry. Um, You know, I had been in touch with Dell about it as well. Dell wanted him with the Knicks. He didn't work out for the Warriors for that reason. Like, I didn't – he didn't want to go to the Warriors. The Warriors had to pick before the Knicks. Every Knicks fan has lived this before. (laughs) You missed him by one pick. Like, that's it. You missed him by one pick. It goes back to – you you, you traded a pick. that turned into Scotty Pippen, who then haunted you for the next 20 years. Also, passing on Larry Bird because he wasn't going to come out of college that year. So you just said, nah, we don't want you Larry. You got Neil Kena, though. Like, <laughs> wait, that hurt. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: look, he signed that. Steph signed that five year, $200 million deal, right? Needed 20. So he, he did that in 2017. Ugh. It's coming up soon now.
1: But, there, but this is something where would, would Steph Curry want to come to a team like this? Would he want to play? Uh, in the big market this late in his career. Would he want that pressure on him? It's a relatively young team, but they are going to—they are certainly with the pieces to try to build something. Yeah. I don't know if it's him at his age, at this point in his career. I can't see him wanting to leave Golden State. Like, so I don't believe this is a real thing. But like you said, this is one of those kicking it kind of things. Yeah. Wendy said it's going to be someone. Who's it going to be? So we'll go through the league and we'll figure out who it's going to be. I want to remind everybody to play against KJ and Z on ESPN's Tournament Challenge. Sign up at ESPN.com bracket or download the Tournament Challenge app. Search for KJZ or you can search for Barton Hahn because I'm going to let Bart do the bracket, which means you probably have a great Chance to win, please
0: put in my bracket
3: because I want to compete uh, against people. See, but it's the ones I who don't, compete ones against who don't
0: people. really know that gets it right because you guys are using logic. I, I use no logic. So what do you go with? What's my favorite color? Team colors, I'll take this team exactly.
1: mascots. Like you do it that way. If you got some
0: of the piston colors in there, I got you. Man, red, you white, and you blue, you got, or any, any anything from a Detroit team, I'm gonna I'm go ahead and how take about it. the
1: how about the teal from the late 90s and that. Whatever that
3: was. Man, the we, horse we, with the we do not pipes. recognize
0: the new breed, Lindsey Hunter, Allen Houston Pistons. They don't <laughs> exist to us. It's a bad, it's a bad movie.
3: Wait, can I go back to this Stephen Curry New York thing for one you second? May. I just want to be like, this is not coming from inside source. This is like almost my, seg- my segment called Reckless Speculation. I like doing this, this is what I do yeah. with my boys. Yeah, this is just when talking. we talk. So, look, do I think Stephen Curry is going to leave Golden State? I'm not sure. But I'm telling you, the lights are bright in New York City. And New York finally has a stable foundation. Mm-hmm. When have we been able to say that? Right. We haven't been able to say that out for a long time.
0: And what are they so if they're knocking
1: on the door. And
3: if you somebody's State, going to
1: look at this, and like that's a market for the taking. You're Golden State, right? What do you want? Like you need to reset the franchise, don't you? Draft picks will do that. Yeah, you I mean James Wiseman, tons I, of draft I picks.
3: How will Lamelo Ball have been on this team? Yeah, with mm. staff. And Clay, when he comes back, I, I don't – It might not be buyer's remorse
1: in a couple of years, but, yeah, I, I think out of the gate that you would say that, that Ball, who's the runaway right now for the rookie of the year, I mean, obviously that's one they yeah. passed on. Will that come back to haunt them uh, later on? We'll certainly find out. But who won the first day of free agency? Charles said on Twitter, Nike does not lose. Don't mess with the swoosh dog. That's mm. Belichick's dog. Who probably did all the deals. Give me,
0: give, give me some cheap dunks, man. man you gotta this gotta was a lot day day of easy. fun, once
1: again. The key, new dunks. with you. <laughs> the slime color.